0: Hello, everyone. Hello! My name is Matt Aramondo. And
1: I'm Emily Riggins.
0: And this is TBD.
1: With Matt and Emily!
0: Hi, everyone. Happy Thursday. (laughs) You're listening to it on a Thursday. (laughs) You you
1: said that, I'm like, but it's not Thursday. (laughs) True. Spoiler alert, guys, it's not Thursday.
0: It's many... Yeah, it's like two weeks before... Are, it's, to you, it might be Thursday, and you know what? maybe it's Thursday, even if you're listening to this, not the day it comes out. No, it could still be a it Thursday. It could be a
1: Monday. So you know what? For those people listening on a Monday, happy Monday.
0: Happy Monday. I hope you're all having a good week, <laughs> whatever at whatever point in the week you are in.
1: Um, Matt, do you yeah? want to tell us a little bit about what, you're, what we're listening to?
0: Sure. Hey, this is TBD. We're a podcast about tea and friendship.
1: That is correct so far.
0: Uh, what does that mean? Well, I don't know. You tell me. <laughs> that means that we uh, have guests on the show like this one. We've got a guest. I'm not going to mention her name yet, but we have a guest and we drink tea with that guest. We'll share a new tea. We have a new tea every week and we're going to talk about that tea, but not yet. Another thing we're not doing yet.
1: Nope. All of these are uh, hints at what's to come.
0: Yep. And uh, and one more hint later in this uh, episode, we're going to have two different topics to discuss. And I don't know about either of them. It's a total mystery to me
1: matt is in the dark
0: emily has one our guest whose name you don't know <laughs> probably you probably do because he read the, the episode title <laughs> anyways and you already know the topics because you already they also read the episode title anyways i don't know what they are right now as i'm speaking <laughs> uh, i'm pretty sure they're not harry potter <laughs> i don't know um you know both these people love harry potter <laughs> and we were talking about my tea towel anyways
1: his tea ties a Slytherin. Slytherin. Mad's a Slytherin.
0: Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know. I, I really don't want to talk about that for the millionth time. We uh, don't have to talk
1: about. It. I'm, I'm. I've moved on.
0: Okay. Anyways, that's what our podcast is about. Tea topics, friendship, Harry Potter, and hitting the Yankees. And was there something else that we just? Um, covered?
1: I've I've added the Columbus Zoo, and also I thought mm-hmm. of this just now. Um, actors in Agents of Shield and or. Gotham.
0: Oh, gotham gotham yeah. yeah yeah if anyone's in gotham i'll nail i'm gonna name them out <laughs> i'm gonna go that person's in gotham yeah anyways um great we introed it right
1: i think we did i think we did a great job you did a great job i just supported you
0: thank you i'm trying new ways every, every week trying a new new intro mm-hmm. brand new intro <sighs> let's bring on our guest okay <laughs> please welcome to the microphone Stage
1: microphone stage,
0: microphone stage, stage
1: microphone. Julie can, Hello. uh,
0: writer, comedian, improv teammate of mine.
2: Yeah, it's a beautiful microphone stage you have. Thank you, thank, thank, you, thank you for thank having you.
0: me. It's black, it's like a black box theater if you think about it. Everything in here is black except for the walls and the curtains.
2: It's very professional, very sleek.
0: The couch, my little tables, All my of TV it. stand,
1: the tablecloth, the table mini cloth. iPad.
0: My mini, uh, iPad, Samsung brand, (laughs) Samsung branded iPad.
1: (laughs) Um, that bookshelf over is brown, is brown.
0: Uh, yep. Yeah. That one's brown. My mom bought that. That's why it's brown. If I had bought it, it would have been black. (laughs) Wow. Floor's brown. Uh, That's your mom's fault too. Tan, tannish color.
2: It's definitely your mom's
1: fault. I'd say it's a mm, tannish brown, light wood color.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think of wood as like being brown, tan, tan, brown.
1: That's what it's when I use when Sand. Sand yeah. colored.
0: Sand. The well, rug
1: is gray and white.
0: The rug is gray and we're white. We're just setting the scene. And my Slytherin uh, towel is green. We're, we're, not, we're not, not talking talk about, about, about it. it. <laughs> not talking about it. I like that. You, know, you guys just did that. <laughs> um, um, cool. Hey, welcome to the podcast.
2: Yeah, how's your day? Yeah, thank you so much for having me. It was good. Have, um, you, have
0: you ever been on a podcast before?
2: I have. Which podcast was that? A couple times. Uh, well, thanks for uh, <laughs> letting me plug it. Uh, my other improv team, no offense.
0: That's no, no offense. Uh,
2: Legend of Bagger Vance has uh, a monthly podcast. Oh, wow. Um, about Ian Heron, wonderful guy. Wow. Good good pod.
0: This isn't even a hot plug. Hot pod. You didn't it's even hot, tell me about this plug. It's a hot pod. And I made it happen yeah. just by willing it into existence.
2: Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I'm not on every single episode, uh, but it's still good, which I know. Surprising, but it's still good even when I'm not on it.
1: Imagine it's amazing every single episode, but it's more amazing when you are on it.
2: Oh, thank you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm not going to disagree. Yeah, definitely.
1: Um, but yeah, no. Thank you so much for
2: having me. Uh, work uh today was fine. I had a normal day. Goodness. Uh, Oh my god. The rain. It's probably still raining right now as people are listening. So. Everyone we can didn't. identify with that. I,
1: I declared today that it was never going to stop raining because that's how I felt in my soul. Yeah.
0: Did anyone cry because
2: of that?
1: Um, No, no one cried because of that. Um, The rain is in everyone's soul.
2: Definitely. I didn't even let myself feel anything when I walked out into it this morning. Mm-hmm. It's like it just is what it is now.
1: I wear my rain boots. I always like... The only good part about rain is that I get to wear my fun pink rain boots that are so pink.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, I was in the park uh, when I got the... Like um, flash flood warning text and I was like, oh no.
1: I was on the train here.
0: <laughs> this was way earlier. Oh, there okay. There's an earlier one and maybe a later one.
2: Did uh, you immediately like look in your immediate surroundings like, where's the flood?
0: Well, let me tell you, I did look around and I noted that there was no one around me. <laughs> this is Prospect Park which normally has a lot of people in it. There was no one around me except I eventually ran into one woman who was on a bench reading a book, a paperback book. In the rain? It had not. It, it was like okay. lightly raining. Very, just like very light. Like, honestly, I was walking. I started walking in the park because it wasn't raining. And then it sort of started to, as soon as I got the, the, the text, it started to sprinkle a little bit and I was worried and I pulled out my umbrella and she was reading a book and I was like, that's very, very brave.
1: Bold move on that lady.
0: Yeah. Uh... But we were as far as I could tell, we were the only two people in the park.
1: <laughs> I made the decision to not bring my computer home tonight because one I decided I could do all my work tomorrow, and I was worried about it getting wet in the rain mm. uh
0: That's it's a, a huge risk I did have, I know. I know. yeah, I had my laptop on me so wow i was i was I was really risking it, and I never ended i I had my laptop with me, and I did not use it, so I really took it out for a risk that it did not need to be a part of. <laughs>
2: and i had a macbook get water damaged in the safety of my own apartment just my own glass of water right next to it wow never never any natural elements it was just it was all me it was just it was sitting right next to the computer um i don't remember exactly how it happened but i vividly remember the slowed down like second where the water it was just like mid air like Mm-hmm. landing on the keyboard and i knew it was over
0: it's always slow motion
2: yeah and i even tried the whole rice thing but like the whole time i knew it was over
0: mm. yeah. spoiled
2: that was yeah it was a bad time
0: i spilled water today playing Fortnite.
1: i want to say pour one out for your macbook but i i feel <laughs> oh, like it's that's ooh. too soon how, yes.
0: how mean how cruel
1: oh ouch I'm sorry. It's I just okay. say it anyway. I forgive you. It's fine. Um, um, it was a while ago. I'm sorry that you spilled your water while playing the Switch today.
0: Let me tell you what. Let me tell you the whole story. <laughs> no, I, was, I, you,
1: I, I just want every the listeners to know that to tell the story, Matt just moved his elbow in a way that said, oh boy, do I have a story to tell you. It on the microphone. He's stand. relaxing into this story.
0: <laughs> so... Um, i was I, I i was i i'm on vacation this whole week but and i was out for like i went out for lunch and i spent a little time out but i otherwise i got bored and i wanted to go home and i just came home <laughs> it's ra- like as we said raining and i was like oh i can set up really early for the podcast this was at like three o'clock we did we recorded at like six o'clock, started at well six thirty, <laughs> uh so i was setting up way ahead of time i unscrewed part of the microphone stand and it dropped it squarely on my foot <laughs> and i was like i don't i was like did i break my foot i did not i still don't know if i broke my foot i'm not in a whole lot of pain so i don't think i did but i probably bruised it pretty good
2: (laughs) it can be hard to tell
0: um well i can't wait to find out tomorrow morning that i broke my foot
2: (laughs) i really hope you didn't break
1: your Uh, foot
0: me too drop micro drop the microphone stand straight on my toe that hurt a whole a whole lot (laughs) so i was like i'm gonna lay down and play some Fortnite. I got a, I got a bag of uh, ice, put ice in a bag, propped my foot on a pillow, laid the bag of ice on my foot. And then I was like swinging my other leg up so that I could f- finish laying over. And I kicked over my can of LaCroix.
2: <gasps> what a problem, you what guys. What flavor though?
0: It was mango. So Here it's it is like... right here. Here's the guilty party. <laughs> it's actually still about a third full because I didn't spill the whole thing. Take a sip of my mango Lacroix. Not a sponsor. It's
2: just one of those nights where everything that can go wrong is going wrong.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. I spilled. Yes, I spilled the water because I maybe broke my foot.
1: Um. (laughs) Yeah. Matt, I really hope you didn't break your foot.
0: Me too. Me too. It'd be a really bad way to spend a vacation.
1: Yeah. I mean, if it makes you feel any better, if it's
2: a toe, um, and and you're already like walking on it, uh, there's not much they can do anyways. So your life isn't gonna change. They I'd, they might give you some pain meds, mm, but
0: well maybe I'll go for that. There you i go. I dropped it right where like your um not your big toe, but the two middle toes, right where they like attach to your foot part. So like the bottom of the joint mm. or whatever, that first knuckle maybe you could call it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I dropped it right there.
2: I believe it's That's called rough. the metatarsal.
0: Okay thank you
2: um no problem uh
0: that's where i dropped it and it does still hurt but um not in an excruciating way
2: <laughs> going for an x-ray we will see how it is tomorrow
0: if, if it's if it still hurts a whole lot then i guess i could oh god i don't want to <laughs> i don't want to have a broken foot um,
1: yeah that sounds awful
0: <sighs> i shouldn't keep wiggling my toes
2: around um Luckily, cool. I've never broken a bone. I sprained my knee very badly, and like, I'm knocking on wood for you. Oh, thank you so much. <laughs> I thought someone was here. We've
0: got another guest on the Come show. <laughs> uh, uh,
2: um, yeah, it it was such a bad sprain that like I had to be in a cast for like an entire summer. It was the summer after sixth grade, and the whole reason I sprained it was because I had to sit cross legged for two hours for the like sixth grade graduation. And then, as I'm coming, I'm walking home from school. I'm like jumping up and down, like celebrating, and I think just the the tendons and everything must have just been stiff or not ready for that. And like on my way up, some like excruciating pain. And again, like everything slowed down in midair. I'm like, oh no, I'm gonna have to land on this. Mm. I have to land on my my knee, and it was just like I buckled, limped home. But luckily, no re injury. It's all been fine, but I do keep in mind anything that's been sprained before is weaker. So I mm. just, I don't know.
0: Keep it careful. I try to. I don't break bones unless I do something really dumb. <laughs> like uh, I broke my wrist playing dodgeball and I probably broke my toe uh, sitting at microphone stands.
2: <laughs> so, I mean, it's not that dumb to sit at a microphone stand. We're all doing that right now. Like, I don't think Emily and I are dumb.
0: No. I, I the great pains I went through to set those microphone stands up though. <laughs> I'll say the one that broke, the one that I, I dropped on my foot, I think is the one Emily's using.
1: Well, uh, uh, Certainly uh, uh. not the one I'm
0: using. The one I'm using is too light to hurt that much. This is the, this is the light one. The other two are heavy duty.
2: Did you name
1: them? Uh,
0: that, one's you name them? <laughs> that one's <laughs> called heavy. That one's called duty.
1: Duty.
0: <laughs> um, duty. <laughs> <laughs> and this one's called the light one.
1: <laughs> and that one
2: needs a better name. Um Yeah, by the way, he named mine duty, the guest's microphone. Sorry. That's fine. No, it's... that one does
0: say stage on it though, so you're on the stage. I don't think this one says anything on it. Um That's the one I stole. The one that says on stage mic. I stole it.
2: It says Oh, I like that vibe. Hmm. I like a stolen microphone. This is, stole, this is the only it, it piece of you. stolen
0: equipment we're using um that's awesome and the place i stole it from doesn't exist anymore so they can't be mad
2: you
1: they know? got away yeah. with it
0: and i was mad at them <laughs> all right emily do um, you think it's time
1: matt i actually do think it's time um let me be prepared tea talk tea talk tea talk tea talk i always you don't do you know what i think
0: You know what inanimate object I think that that reminds me of whenever you sing that song?
1: No, tell me which one.
0: A like a like a buoy in the ocean, like a big.
1: Oh, I can see that. (laughs)
0: Like it's making like a giant boat. Yeah, yeah, and it's floating because that's why it kind of goes like yeah. It's like it's why so sing songy. (sighs) Emily, you brought us the tea today.
1: Oh boy, did I! Um, I'm going to tell you about the tea. Let me just reach for the bag. Okay, so um, this tea is called two leaves well the company i'm so sorry the company is two leaves and a bud and it was established in 2004 i'm reading the bag and i feel i needed to say that um the it is the paisley label tea and in fact the bag has paisleys all over it um and this is an organic earl gray um and i'll I'll read the back so many
0: earl grays or organic. I'm just going to offer that up right off the bat.
1: Um, so the back says, it's the bergamot. Bergamost. I'm so sorry. I didn't actually read the whole joke. I just assumed it said bergamot. I'm going to do that again. It's the bergamost. That's such a good joke. Um, the legendary Earl Grey flavor made possible with citrus bergamot oil gets the royal treatment in this cup of tea. It's the bergamost. Wow.
0: Quite a thing. Throw that bag over here. <laughs> Send me that bag. How do you feel about it? Have you ever had this? Have you ever had this tea before? I have I mean.
1: not had this tea before.
0: Brand new. Have you ever had this tea before, Julie?
2: No, I've had Earl Grey. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I'm a cultured person.
0: You've existed in the world,
2: right. of tea, but in- not <laughs> not this particular. Mm-hmm. I like how it says. I noticed also on the back, it's like. It says it has some kick. It's like half a cup of Mm -hmm.
0: coffee. Some buzz. Yeah. Some
2: buzz. Just a little.
0: Um, And it's uh, organic black tea and just natural bergamot flavor, and that's it. That's it.
1: It's just a nice simple tea.
0: It's not one of the teas we've been having where we have a million things in there. Mm -hmm. Um, No. It's also written in French back here, I think.
1: There's a little bit of French on the front, too.
0: Whoa.
2: That just makes me feel so much better about drinking it. This is
0: very classy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and this is Paisley. Maybe, is the print. the print is Paisley, right? Oh, it's yeah. Paisley Label Tea. I get it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> Wait a minute, I'm confused. Two leaves and a bud. That's the company.
1: That's my interpretation. And my then, interpretation is is that's the company.
0: And then the brand is Paisley Label Tea.
1: I'm not sure.
0: This is a. This is a. This is the most confused I've ever been since we had. Uh, that harry and david's tea by yeah the tea republic Mm -hmm. or whatever
1: (laughs) um my interpretation is that they like brand is the two leaves and then it's like a special like special like not addition but like like these these are are the paisley label teas Mm -hmm. and then there's paisley label teas but then that brand has like plaid label tees mm-hmm. argyle label tees yeah yeah, yeah, yeah what yeah. if
2: there's like a tea conglomerate trying to confuse us on purpose mm-hmm. with all of these fake proxy tea companies uh, know, this could not be, to be a cynic but like
0: this could be you know one one big uh one big thing there's nothing for on this on this like uh,
2: hail corporate you know yeah
0: mm-hmm. there's nothing on this to tell me more information yeah very bare bones, I must say. Although they were established in 2004, I will say that.
1: Um, <laughs> I have a question. Um, so we don't ask this question all the time, but I'm going to ask because I think it's interesting. What is your relationship to tea?
2: My relationship to tea, the first thing that comes to mind is chamomile tea when I was younger. Um, when I couldn't sleep, that's what my mom or my sister would always make me Um would always have some milk and honey in it, mm-hmm. so I associate it with healing mm-hmm. a lot. Uh, but I don't drink it a lot now in adult life. Uh, in situations where tea is an option, I'll usually choose coffee instead. Okay. Um, it, but I still do use it when I'm sick. Okay, uh, and to me, that work. It's just like. Uh, without caffeine to me that's good because um it's hydrating mm-hmm. if it doesn't have caffeine um it can help your throat and it's just like this psychosomatic like it
1: just makes you feel better yeah yeah
0: yeah the no caffeine thing is, and like especially if you have like no sugar too like now we're, now we're really cooking with uh making you feel better when you're sick because you know like coffee and you know you get the caffeine's gonna kill you Right. Or if you have like other hot beverages like hot chocolate or it's all like sugar and stuff, mm-hmm. but this is like the money, right yeah, <laughs>
2: um, I usually I'd never go for like like lemony like lemon zinger is something that they have at my work I mm-hmm. think is like horrendous um but like a good a good Earl gray mm-hmm. a good um uh like even throat coat. Have you guys had coat? throat coat before?
1: Is that from like yogi
2: That's, tea? Yeah. Okay. That stuff is wild. I've never had anything like it. The texture of it. Like, I don't know. You don't drink it for the taste. <laughs> you definitely drink it if you like have a sore throat. Yeah. Um, but I I don't know how they do it, but it like really coats it your just, throat.
0: Just like uh, gives it a little, um, what is it? Like uh, shellacks your throat or yeah. like <laughs> yeah. whatever. Yeah. <laughs> interesting um right um should we write this tea
1: <laughs> sorry i was getting myself yeah. more tea
0: emily emily was really doing a whole ninja thing <laughs>
1: um i just want to hmm? say that my um going back to the microphone was really smooth and we always mention when it's not smooth so i just wanted to mention when it was in fact so smooth the um, smoothest the yeah, smoothest
0: the smoothest definitely the smoothest um should i should you should warn me next time so i can video it <laughs> i will and that'll be like our new weekly thing it's everyone checks out our uh our instagram for the video of of emily getting to and from the microphone <laughs> she
2: really does look like a secret oh. agent dodging lasers to get down there
0: it would be such a good boomerang 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 uh we can't force it though um so i'm gonna i'll, I'll go i'll ask okay I'll ask you first. Oh wow! That way, that way, Julie has time to realize what I'm about to ask her. <laughs> um, Emily, would you rate this tea? P- Paisley Label Tea, two leaves and a bud, <laughs> organic. Girl Grey. I'm I'm mad at this name. <laughs> Emily, would you rate this tea your cup of tea or not your cup of tea?
1: So I'm gonna take another sip.
0: Mm-hmm. You can also. T- explain it you know i this is i'm rushing through this a little more because we're not we didn't do like the go around everyone to say what you think it tastes mm-hmm. like but i think this i think we can combine the rating yeah with that
1: um i also i don't think we mentioned this but it is a bagged tea so we can't really look at it
0: oh no looking at it
1: no. yeah it's just it's just in a bag um i so i'm gonna tell you that it tastes it tastes like earl gray tea mm-hmm um like if I were to picture oh Earl Grey tea I'd picture this tea. Mm-hmm. Um I am enjoying it however. I I like that it's nice and simple. I like that it's just something just something nice to have while you're chatting with your friends, which is what we are doing right now. Um and you know, it's a rainy day. I feel cozy mm-hmm. with this tea. So I'm going to go crazy. And I'm going to say that this cup of tea is in fact my cup of tea.
2: Wow, so wow. brave! Congratulations, thank you. Um, it was it was
1: tough. It was tough.
0: Okay, now, that's incredible, Julie. I'm going to ask you a very similar question. Okay. Um, feel free to give your opinion on the tea, and then um, close with with how you feel how your your score of this tea on the scale of is this your cup of tea, or is this not your cup of tea?
2: Mm-hmm. I think I got it. Um, so I will also note I have some sugar in my tea. Oh, I do as well. Um so I think that, you know, that's important to note I with with or without the sugar, I I think opinions could change. Um it is a good amount of sugar, so I don't think that ruins my opinion. Um it it really is nice and simple and I like that the Earl Grey taste comes through. Mm-hmm. I think Partly why I don't have, like, a super close relationship with tea is that maybe I don't steep it long enough or use enough of it or, like, the cheaper tea bags just, like, don't get through. But, like, flavor doesn't always happen. So mm-hmm. it's a lot of times it's, like, hot water. But this, besides the sugar, I do taste the Earl Grey. So it's, like, something there, you know? Yeah. It's saying hello. Mm-hmm. It's making itself present. Mm. I Yeah, I, I feel that. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I appreciate that, and for that reason, I'm going to say that this cup of tea is my cup of tea.
1: I'm glad you got really close to the microphone wow. for that really important announcement. It was so
2: important. Very, very dramatic. It felt really important.
1: Wow, so we're on two cups of tea. This is this is going well. This is going well for this um, two-leaves-in-a-bud two uh, paisley label. <laughs> Are all great. Organic, organic. Organic. I'm so sorry. Oh man. Hey, hey Matt. Um, yes. actually before I get to my question, I want to say that you asked the question of Julie in a very interesting way and I liked it and I just wanted to compliment it.
0: Um
2: thank you. Good job Applying on asking that then. question, Matt.
1: Um next, let's 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 chat. Matt, I have a question for you. Okay. So this is the most important question I ask you every single week, as, as been as has been established. Yes. Um, is this two leaves in a bud, paisley label, organic Earl grade tea. Is it your cup of tea or on the opposite side, not your cup of tea? Ooh. Interesting. Interesting.
0: Um, you have two choices. Thank you. Uh, someday someone's going to give us a third one and it's going to blow our minds. Um,
1: we would have to end the podcast.
0: <sighs> Don't say that because I feel like it's going to happen <laughs> someday. It's
1: well, so. This podcast will never end, but... I'm just saying our minds will be so blown that we will be thrown
0: We'll have to come we'll have to do like a comeback episode yeah okay, so how do I feel so I had one half of a cup of this tea with no sugar and no milk, as is my normal way. I don't really I often skip the milk and sugar, especially if both the guest and emily Emily usually put sugar in tea and and milk. Uh, but if both, of with them, the black tea. if both of them are going to do it, then I feel at least some level of obligation to be the one who does not drink it with sugar and milk uh, to get a, a variety of of how it tastes. So hearkening back to your point about uh, having it with sugar and how it might be different without sugar. That being said, I had one half of a cup with uh, sugar or without sugar or milk. And I was like, this is a little boring. Ooh. And then I added sugar and milk and refilled my glass back to, I went from half full to full again. I'm such an optimist. <laughs> and, uh, and it got a lot better. Got a lot better. And I do think, I, I think Earl Grey more than anything else is better with milk and sugar.
1: I think the sugar in a way enhances the bergamot citrus taste. Yeah. I got that from the back. It enhances it Bergamore.
0: It's Bergamore better. Um, Uh,
1: So
2: Matt, oh, I mean, I have a follow up question before mm -hmm. your ultimate decision. Yeah. I mean, and you might've already kind of answered it, but like, so if you add milk and sugar and it makes the tea better, is that a detriment on the tea or is that just your taste and like whatever people want to do, they can do. Um,
0: You know, it's fine. It's fine. I don't, i don't begrudge teas for needing milk and sugar i'm just this one got i needed to add it got it and people can drink their their tea however they want you just you earlier mentioned your distaste for lemon i given the choice i might throw a lemon slice in a, a lemon wedge in a in an earl gray so
2: It's insanity
0: i know i know i'm just nuts and uh but given all these things and given that it doesn't matter if it, if it tastes the way it tastes the way, the way however you want it and also i i believe earl grey i think is typically like if you're eating it drinking it the traditional way it is with milk and sugar so it's not like it was promised to be good without it and then was crappy
1: <laughs> right yeah
0: so um all of that being said <laughs> out bloviating any more about this i will rate this my cup of tea <laughs> Because it tastes it tastes good with the milk and the sugar, and I'm having a good time.
1: Three cups of tea for this tea with three names.
0: Yeah, and I think this is the this is like the least this is one of the least, uh, least complicated teas we've had in a while. We've had a lot of complex stuff mm-hmm. recently. Mm. I
1: like Long to keep lists. it simple. Yeah. Long list of ingredients.
0: Uh, might have a few more simple ones coming up.
1: Ooh, Who knows? Spoiler alert! I have no idea. Oh, okay.
0: <laughs> I have no idea, but. I don't have any like crazy ones to have from now on so we'll see what we see what we drink are we satisfied with the tea talk
1: um i'm satisfied are you satisfied fully satisfied all right tea talk to completion complete bye-bye
0: all right i'm doing a lot of hosting today i feel like (laughs) um so i because i have to ask you the next oh that's true uh you can't intro yourself that's the our one rule is
1: hey emily how you doing today oh i'm doing so well she Thanks. broke the rules. i'm so sorry i had to do that we have to end this podcast <laughs> <laughs> uh
0: emily Matthew. you are the one hi uh <laughs> you are serving us up a podcast topic today little mini top little mini topic i don't know why I call it a podcast topic <laughs> they're all podcast topics <sighs> all right i'm going insane oh my phone's talking to me uh i don't know turning off the lights or something i I'm, I'm I'm full of mistakes right now <laughs> <laughs> Emily have a podcast days. topic for us it's raining outside i'm already sweating <laughs> <sighs> all right this is hard work it really, emily it is. it's time for your mini topic. What is that mini topic?
1: okay, I just want you guys to know that i've been so good since i've walked into this apartment. One Matt tried to make me tell him, and i didn't. And then two, you guys were having a conversation, and in my head I'm like, oh boy, and I did not say what my topic was going to be. And then earlier in this pod, it was mentioned, and I did not say what my topic was going to be.
0: God damn!
1: This topic is about, as previously discussed, the only subject I truly care about in the entire world Harry Potter. So this podcast today is truly not about Harry Potter specifically, but it's about Dobby, the house elf. Oh, mm. I'm so down. Um... Also, I need to say that something just got in my eye. I'm going to be crying. And also, I'm going to be crying about this topic. So, we're going to just be a mess. It's going to be a beautiful time. Matt looks super angry.
0: You guys want to know a, an interesting fact about me and Dobby?
1: <laughs> yes, I'm actually going to go get a napkin, but I'll be right back.
0: Um, yes, please uh, clear out your eye. I'm trying to find, I don't know, tissues like right readily available. There's some on the counter right around the corner, though. And yeah, what about you and Dobby? So let me tell you what's guys what's going on. There? One real quick Dobby thing as as Emily Dobbs her eye. Let me tell you guys about Dobby. <laughs> Dabs her eye. Dobb
2: No, I. Are thinking Dobb or Dab? I'm yeah. a bo- I'm a board for that. Okay.
0: Um. I have a I have a sock. A Dobby sock Lego piece. <laughs> it belongs to the Harry Potter.
2: Interesting. Why something. just the
0: sock? <laughs> Um, I found it on the ground and I was told it's Dobby's.
2: That is so symbolic because you found it. Yeah. Which is how Dobby. That's literally what I was just going to say. Found
1: his sock, right? He found his sock, yeah. This is
0: why I know, but see, I know, this is what I know about Dobby. (laughs) This is the only thing I know about Dobby. I sort of know what Dobby looks like f- in the movie-verse. I suppose your imagination from the book-verse could be different. <laughs> book- I'd say a-verse. it's a little
1: different. It, I,
2: I, It can be hard to reconcile, but for the most part, my book idea of him matched the movie pretty accurately.
0: Cool. Emily, okay. not, not so with you? We'll get um, to this question it's, and you can...
1: <laughs> well, it's a little... It's like similar, but I will say minus. Is... I feel like I remember him being more like... I picture a lot of like sharp edges and okay. I don't think the movie had a lot of the sharp edges like 20 years, right? 20 years. I actually have my keychain. Um, I have a very dirty Dobby that cause he's been in my pocket for the last very two years. Dirty Dobby. He's so dirty. Like how dirty? Um, like so dirty. Like part of him is green. Ooh, I know. Is he wearing his pillowcase or? Uh, no, I think he's wearing clothes. Although I'm okay. not 100% sure he, he's very old and very faded. <laughs> um, okay. So let's talk about Dobby. Um, Dobby is one of my favorite characters of all time and specifically in Harry Potter. I'd say definitely top five. Um, so I chose this topic because I just recently um, listened to the seventh book on audiobook, um, And I would say from the time spoiler alert, spoiler alert, spoiler alert. I have no time. If you haven't kept up with the books to not say this, but spoiler alert one more time um, from the point of Dobby's death in the seventh book to the end, um, that is just my time to sob um, to myself Um, I'm going to read you a quote. This is what I was doing before the podcast, getting my quotes together. Um, and this is about Dobby's death
0: list of Dobby quotes.
1: (laughs) It truly is a list of Dobby's Dobby's quotes. Um, okay. I'm so sorry. I found it and I have to find it.
0: Finding it. She's
1: Googling. So this is so background. As many of you know, if you're listening to this and you're my friend, except for Matt, um, (laughs) um, Dobby goes to rescue Harry, Ron, and Hermione from the Malvoy Manor where Hermione is being tortured and they're all going to... Voldemort's on his way. It's going to be a whole thing. But Dobby comes to save them. And as he's apparating them out, Bellatrix Black, the worst person in the entire world, um, throws a knife and it stabs him. So oh. then they apparate to somewhere and this is this is Harry's thoughts. He did not know or care whether they were wizards or muckles, friends or foes. All he cared about was that was... That a dark stain was spreading across Dobby's fr- front and that he had stretched out his thin arms to Harry with a look of supplication. Harry caught him and laid him sideways on the cool grass. Dobby, no, don't die. Don't die. The elf's eyes found him and his lips trembled with the effort to form words. Harry Potter. It is so sad. Um, he's just... yeah, And it's so sad because Dobby is just one of the purest, kindest, good characters and he, like, he died saving people. Yeah. 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 And I think it also marks
2: a point in the book. Mm-hmm. I mean, every death does, but it, it's, it's almost like the last straw mm-hmm. of innocence gone. I would say that's and, true. And it, at, at a point where you kind of forgot about Dobby.
1: Yeah, because he hadn't been in the series. He hadn't been in the book. Right. And and you're like, oh, no, there's still this
2: wholesome thing from, Mm -hmm. like, the second book Mm -hmm. when everything was different. Mm -hmm. Almost like in real life when you look back to childhood. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's like, oh, you know what? Things are really terrible. But here is this spark still. And then he's immediately taken away. (gasps) Poor Dobby. So sad. Reminds
0: me of Bing Bong in Inside Out.
1: Oh. Mm -hmm. Another
0: another sad character. Yeah.
1: heroic ending ending of a character
0: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and Um, dobby and bing bong are similar names because they're kind of nonsense right
1: two syllable nonsense words yeah um so i have so many things i want to say about dobby but i'm going to go back to his death very quickly Mm -hmm. and then we're going to go back to his life because it's amazing um but also i think what's so important about dobby is that his death really clarifies things for harry and like it's what makes him make a choice between what his next step should be, which is going after the rest of the horror cruxes again, spoiler alert. Sorry. I don't have time for you to not, not know what happened. Um, and, um, like it clarifies things. And then like from that moment that causes the whole end of the book, like it causes the rest of the events to happen. And without it, Harry doesn't have the same thought process.
0: When I was in high school, I was in, um, production of South Pacific Mm -hmm. musical. And, um, I was in... My role was um, another pilot. (laughs) I was not a named character. I was another pilot. Um, Another one. But my character was important in that um, I I basically predict the main character's death in it. And similar to how you just said that Dobby is like the catalyst for the rest of the movie, Mm -hmm. I was sure to tell everyone that although my character is only called another pilot, I was a very important part of the whole thing. Back then, I was like, the importance of a role is how important they are to the story, not how important they are given lines and dialogue and things to say.
2: Without <laughs> your character, it would have yeah. been completely different. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. I, that's the kind of work I put into things.
1: Um,
0: so I'm kind of like the Dobby of South Pacific. You're
1: the Dobby of South Pacific. I've always thought that about you. <laughs> sure. <laughs> um, I guess. Okay. I have so many things to say. Um, so. Dobby comes in in the second book and tries to kill Harry multiple times on the way to saving his life. Um, and um, then at the end of the second book, Harry house elves, which Dobby is, they're they're enslaved to a master and to be released they have to get clothing like a sock like mm. Dobby's sock and at the end of the second book um, Harry has just fought a basilisk and saved Jenny Weasley um, and he runs out of Dumbledore's office, s- stuffs his gross, smelly sock into a diary, Tom Riddle's diary, and and hands it to Lucius Malvoy, and then the sock gets thrown, and Dobby's free because of Harry's calculations. And it's a beautiful moment because Harry shouldn't really be thinking of other people all the time, and it just shows who Harry is. Always think about other people.
0: Oh, what a hero that kid is. <laughs> so true. They um, should make a movie about him. <laughs>
1: They should yeah, make they eight should. movies. They should time. make eight. And then a play.
0: And then a and then a prequel series.
1: <laughs> um The Fantastic Is he gonna be in a fantastic?
0: Is he eventually No, it's set in, in
1: like one? the twenties. It might even be When is Harry Potter? Maybe in the forties. I'm honestly not sure so when the nineties. Yeah, nineties. Yeah. Um You've read Harry Potter. Yes, yeah. You showed me your Harry Potter tattoo. Absolutely. What are your thoughts on that? Um
2: when I first read the book as a a kid, I guess I was like ten year old. Upon first reading, um, my impression of Dobby was that he was annoying. Um, I was kind of stuck in Harry's point of view at the Dursleys, like, stop making more trouble for me. Yeah. Um, I I know what I want in life. I want to go to school. It's the only thing that I'm living for mm-hmm. right now, and you're like not making my life any easier. Yeah. Um, you're actually making more chaos. Yeah. Um by by the end of the 7th book by the end of his arc though uh i had also grown mm-hmm. um and i can i can see like what you said about how it just um it shows harry's choices afterwards who mm-hmm. he is um and i feel like it was the only arc possible for dobby for yeah. him to die because he represents like ultimately it's harry versus voldemort mm-hmm. But really, beyond that, it's um, it's fighting against oppression of, yeah. of inferior yeah. beings, um, sentient creatures, uh, which Dobby, like, completely represents. In yeah. his small little physical body, yeah. he represents everything they're fighting for. Mm-hmm. Um, so I feel like that moment is exactly what solidifies mm-hmm. that for Harry. Like, this is not even just about my school yeah. or me you
1: know. Yeah. It's about everything, it's about everything. Yeah. Um so I have a few more things to say. Um one um Dobby and I share a, one thing in common is that we both love socks. Um Dobby loves socks cuz that's how he was freed from um his house elf enslavement, but I love socks because I just love socks and um he always wears the sock that Harry threw at him. And then some other insane sock, um, including Uncle Vernon's old mustard collared socks, which is my favorite that he has. And then Ron gives him socks that he doesn't want from his mom. Um, And I just, you know what? I'm pro mismatched socks. I'm pro crazy socks. I'm pro Dobby's love of socks. Totally.
0: Now, were you a fan? Is he an inspiration to you? Or did you love socks before you ever knew who Dobby was?
1: I would say... It wasn't a before thing, but it wasn't because of. I would say it's like a parallel sock love. We
0: went on a parallel sock journey.
1: Yeah, we saying? went on a parallel sock journey.
2: That's even more meaningful, yeah. I think.
1: And um
2: and you know, because this podcast is about friendship, I think and Harry Potter is mm-hmm. that's All one about of its friendship. main theme yeah. is about friendship. Um uh, Harry's friendship with Dobby um, starts off very one sided right away. Yes, and it's all Dobby. It, it, it's all of Dobby's motivation is coming from Harry Potter is my friend. Yeah, Harry Potter is my friend, and so the sacrifice he makes for this friend mm-hmm. is like an example to us. Like how how do we feel about our friends? Yeah. Would we do that? Mm-hmm. And and I like I actually I forget exactly how Dobby first came to discover. Harry and wanting to save him. Um, but it's just the immediate attachment mm-hmm. that Dobby has yeah. to Harry Um I think is is interesting. Mm-hmm. It's like Dobby started it. Like, yeah. We're friends. Yeah. And that means a lot to yeah. me. And H- Harry had to warm up to that. Yeah.
1: He had to get there. Yeah. 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 Um so I think I'm pretty sure what happened is that so since Lucius Malvoy put the diary in, in Jenny's cauldron, book. Yeah. Dobby knew that because he was owned by Lucius, so he went to warn Harry that bad things were going to happen at Hogwarts. Got it.
2: <laughs> and without Dobby knowing or meeting him, yeah, you know? so he never, that, yeah, it's that. Like Im- I think that's what makes Dobby yeah. so lovable too. Mm-hmm. Is just like immediately without thinking, he's going to save him. Yes, he's going to
0: be I'm his friend,
1: save Harry. Yeah. Um,
0: when does Dobby first appear?
1: So the second book. Okay. Um, he appears in the second book. The fourth book. I don't think the fifth book, but I could be wrong. The sixth book and the seventh book. Mm
0: -hmm. And there are eight.
1: There's eight movies. Seven seven books. books. Mm. Yes. Got to make that extra money.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I don't know why they don't make all. uh, They should have taken every book and made them all three. Each book should be its own trilogy. They're really like losing money by not doing Mm. that. Right. Yeah. People would see those. If you've made three movies out of every book, people would see all of them.
1: I would them. see every single one. I think they should just make a mini series. Like
2: um, gritty like the, HBO. Yeah, like reboot. a yeah. when well, they're mm-hmm. doing
0: like the like uh Amazon's making the Lord of the Rings yeah. T V series. Mm-hmm. Um which uh see how that goes. Uh yeah, I don't know. I mean they got money. These companies mm-hmm. got a lot of money. I don't yeah. doubt they could make they could just like Burn all their money making a really, even if it's bad, they could like just spend millions and millions Mm -hmm. of dollars and it doesn't even matter to them Mm because they make so much money, especially Amazon. Especially all of them. All of
1: them. (laughs) Okay, so I'm going to give you some of my favorite Dobby quotes or quotes about Dobby. Yes. So this is from the fourth book and it says, You're wheezy, sir. You're wheezy. Weezy, who is giving Dobby his sweater. And that is about Ron Weasley, who is taken into the lake for the, the second. Try tournament, um again Harry has to go save him and then bring him back up. But I just like the phrase You're wheezy. Um I just think it's funny. It was, um it's cute. It, yeah, it is. Um and then um Um then there's one more I wanted to say. Okay, so then Dobby in the fourth book gets hired at Hogwarts because he's a free elf. That's his whole thing, and he wants to get paid for his work, as he should. Um, so he gets a job. At hogwarts and dumbledore pays him and he says this um he says we keep our secret their secrets and silences about their masters we uphold the family's honor and never speak ill of them though professor dumbledore toward dobby he does not insist upon this professor dumbledore dumbledore said we is free to dobby looked suddenly nervous and beckoned harry closer harry bent forward dobby whispered he said we is free to call him a a barmy old codger if he if we like sir i just think it's so funny how excited he is that he gets to install someone although he would never
0: he was like he says we like
1: um well he at the time he is with his friend winky so the we is both of them
0: okay i didn't know that he was speaking with a weird like that's how he speaks we we gets to <laughs> whatever he's not charger binks he's not charger binks no. or or nor the other person i was thinking that dobby reminds me of uh in so many ways uh Gollum from lord of the Rings. <laughs> They got a similar look going. They got a similar... Uh, no,
2: Dad, that's crux not... Crux to the... They're not the same.
0: I'm not saying they're the same. One's a hobbit. One's a house elf. What
1: do you
2: call
0: it? Yes, them? house elf. elf?
1: Yeah. Dobby the house elf.
0: Yeah, one of them's a hobbit that got mm-hmm. mangled from uh, the corruption of the ring. That's Don't
1: true. worry.
0: Don't worry. I won't... I, I may not know very much about Harry Potter, although I've been in the wizarding world of Harry Potter twice. Um, <laughs> uh, SMH. <laughs> yeah. And uh, But I do know a lot about Lord of the Rings, so I'm, I'm keeping it straight.
1: I'm proud of you. Um. Okay, last thing I really want to say about Dobby, and this is going back to what I started with, is that when Dobby dies, Harry hand-digs his grave and then carves on a rock himself with his wand. Um. Here lies Dobby, a free elf, and then they bring flowers, and it's like overlooking the ocean. And whenever they mentioned it when I was listening to this audiobook – while I was cross stitching, I had to put my cross stitching down because I just was shaking so much because I was so sad. I couldn't cross stitch because I was shaking because um, of how sad it is. It's a big moment. His name is
0: yeah. um, Harry Potter, the actor is Daniel Radcliffe. Yeah. Okay. I was making sure I had his last name correct no. and it's not like Ratliff or something, whatever. No, it's Radcliffe. Radcliffe. Anyways, he's like a big dramatic actor, right? He should I know, it's always that he's in a play. He should do a like an hour and a half play of him hand digging a grave (laughs) that would be great that would be great anyways
1: the scene from the seventh book i would watch it and just sob
0: yeah i'm that's what they should they should they should take just that thing you said he hand digs a grave i think this is an amazing play someone should write it and it's just him digging a grave and like whatever he mutters Mm. under his breath while he's doing it or I don't know, maybe it's his inner monologue. It's another
2: thing that people would definitely pay out the ass for.
0: I would pay to see this and I no matter what. <laughs> I think this is I think this is a great idea. I'm I'm going to sign up to produce it.
1: <laughs> I love Dobby. He's pure and good and kind and the world needs more Dobbies. The world does need more Dobbies. Mm-hmm.
0: There would be a scene. Everybody
1: has an inner Dobby too.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: There would be a scene for Dobby in my play. Like there would be like a it'd be like a dream section like near the end it'd be like how he's so grateful that daniel radcliffe could come dig his grave <laughs> and he would address him by name <laughs> daniel radcliffe i'm so happy <sighs> uh,
2: i'm
1: proud of you yeah so meta
0: do you have anything more you want to add about dobby uh,
1: i do but i i i'm good
0: you're gonna restrain yourself yeah <sighs> all right we'll move on to the main topic then okay thank you thank you emily for bringing dobby thank
1: you i'm gonna get my rt thank you thank you
0: oh you didn't give me enough time for me to get my boomerang out i will i'm gonna sling it over to julie anyways julie hey you have brought us the guest topic the main topic the uh feature presentation for talking about movies (laughs) Uh, what did you bring today to, for us to discuss?
2: I have brought rock climbing in today wow. for us to discuss. Rock climbing. Yeah. Um,
0: you, I did an improv scene about rock climbing in front of you last night.
2: <laughs> that it, It's funny you say that because mm-hmm. I, um, I didn't remember that until just now. Yeah. So maybe it was in my subconscious
0: was deep down i had planted it in your brain So meant
2: to be yeah (laughs) um rock climbing it's something that you know i'm not touting that i'm an expert in anyways but it used to be a big part of my life my freshman year of college and um it's something that i am getting back into now as a form of exercise wow
0: takes a little bit of physical Mm -hmm. prowess muscle building and
2: like (laughs) cardio is just not my thing um, and and uh, for many reasons, rock climbing is like really rewarding to me. Um, and it started out uh, my freshman year of school at this school that I really didn't like being at. I transferred after that year, mm-hmm. wasn't having a fun time there. And the rock wall in the outdoors club was like the one shining part mm-hmm. of that community that I found the friendliest people I found were there um and there was like a free climb that I showed up to and just started doing um how much experience did you have before that I think I had been on maybe one or two rock climbing excursions like at sleepaway camp but no training and no like regular practice yeah um but that changed with this group of people um what I loved most about it was reaching a limit in, you know, how high you could go, how far you could go or uh, picking more and more challenging routes to take and getting stuck, like really stuck, like getting to a place in your head where you are a hundred percent sure you're not going to do it. Like your muscles are done. You feel like jello. You're just like stuck on the wall. Everyone's watching you. It's kind of humiliating. Um, and you get to a point where you're just like, just let me down. Like I'm, I'm done. But if you have good rock climbing friends, they'll keep you up on the wall for (laughs) as long as they want, basically. Um, but if you have friends that are willing to let you push yourself and just stay up there, even when you're begging, to, you're just not begging, but you're just like done. Um, and then you get to a point where you like maybe yeah, I, I remember like trying to make one big move again and again, getting stuck on the wall. and your muscles just get weaker and weaker, they feel like, but mm-hmm. eventually, you do it. And I remember this one uh, this one route I was taking that I, I was probably like up on the wall for like minutes, which feels like eternity. Uh, but when I finally like gripped it, And pushed myself up and then finished. I was like, why was I making such a big deal out of it? (laughs) And also, like, I can't believe I did it. To go from a place of, like, complete, um, complete, just, like, giving up and then in the same, uh, moment, like, realizing you were wrong and achieving it was, like, one of the best feelings ever. Like, proving yourself wrong, um, in such a good way.
0: Yeah. I yeah. wanna put everything you just said onto a motivational poster. Do it. Yeah.
2: It's great.
1: I can wow. picture it like the text getting bigger and bigger as it goes <laughs> down. Yeah. Yeah. Um Um That's very impressive. Oh thank um, you. you. I will so say impressive. if I the few times I've tried to like on like at a fair or something where they have like those rock climbing walls and you can be like, How far can you go? I can get about five things up and I think, Oh, I'm so high and then I go down and like, no I'm not high at all. Right. Um right. So that's impressive that you can push yourself and like do it, like go up that high and appreciate like appreciate that. You know. Yeah. Um,
2: yeah. And it's, it, it, thank you so much. And then it's also something like you could never do alone. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, you could, I mean, that's something I was going to bring up later, mm-hmm. but, um, uh, do you know, if you're, uh, like sane or like, you're not going to do it alone. Um, 127
0: <laughs> hours. hours, yeah. That, he was rock climbing. Along. Yeah,
1: yeah. I haven't seen that movie, but I do know that movie because he cuts his arm off.
2: Yeah, I haven't seen it either. And all I know is he cuts his arm. Off. <laughs> if you do anything alone, you're gonna. You might have to cut your arm. Uh, off. That's so. the
1: moral of the story. I definitely. Think. Um, okay, so you were really into it your freshman year. Yeah. You transferred. Did you keep doing it at your new school or no? No, it was it was just
2: that year that I did it regularly, and we'd go on um, these outdoor trips and uh, like all the same people. Um, and doing it consistently allowed me to get like better and better, and just feel like more and more uh, invincible and confident. And it ble- of, like with any sport, any hobby, um, it bleeds into regular life too, you know, because it's all it's all a metaphor. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so you did um, you did the indoor gyms that are like the right the manufactured walls, and then you did. Outdoor rock climbing, like on actual rock yeah, faces, on cliffs,
2: mm-hmm. and and they, you know, there were cliffs that were regularly used by climbers. So it's like you could see um, sometimes like where the most popular handholds were by like the white powder marks that were left mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Um, but it doesn't mean it made it any easier. Um, but the the excursions were fun because that's also just like very social. Yeah, you know, yeah. it's like a trip that everybody can take, and uh, in general, it's just a very supportive activity because you're not going to go on a trip with people, hopefully, and watch somebody really trying their best and exerting themselves, and go like, hey, "I hope you fail," you know? Yeah, that'd
1: be awful. There, right.
2: I don't, I don't think those people would survive very long in the community. Mm-hmm.
0: It seems like a very positive um, activity. Like people who do it are very. They're positive people. Yeah. Like, I think, like, when I, I joked about the motivational thing earlier, but, like, it does seem like the kind of thing you would weed yourself out really fast if you were, like, a cynic. Definitely.
2: <laughs> I don't think you could even do it if you're a cynic, because then you would you'd just be like, you yeah, know, let me go. I'm done. Yeah. yeah. I'm just going right.
1: to go. Right. Yeah.
0: Right. right. Um, and you have been getting back into it, or? Yes.
2: Yeah, so there's... um. A rock climbing gym right near me at work that I walk by all the time. Um, and it's funny. My main reason for not doing it until now would be like, I hear it's expensive. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, but I think I'm over that now. Yeah. Was, <laughs> that's probably a nice little excuse. Yeah. You know? It, like, my brain excuse
1: makes. to it's like the anti-motivation poster excuse yeah (laughs) Yeah. don't do that it's probably expensive yeah Yeah.
2: which Uh. it is um but i think it's (laughs) worth it's worth trying to get into it again
1: yeah yeah um do you have to have special rock climbing shoes
2: um they do make special rock climbing shoes uh yeah uh just you know they just got to be flexible right um Uh, Some people will climb with bare feet, like more professionals will climb with bare feet. Um, That's the most flexible you can be. Yeah, exactly. Um, Because just like, you know, like wearing gloves on your hands would be Mm. a detriment kind of in the same way. Um, Mm. But that that whole year with those people, like hanging out with those people was great. But the school just wasn't for me. It was like in southern Virginia. It was very isolated. Where are you from? Uh, I'm from outside of D.C., Northern, okay. Northern Virginia area, Nova, 703. What's up? Shout out. Hey. Uh. Um, that's like where I spent the first 25 years of my life. Wow.
1: Yeah. yeah. Wow.
2: Um, and that's where I ended up transferring back. I went back to the place where I was from. Where did you go? Uh, the freshman year was Radford All University, right. and then I went to George Mason University. Okay. Yeah. Like in the heart of where I grew up. Yeah. Where at first not a place I wanted to go to college, but it took a year away from it to know you wanted to. to yeah, appreciate. And that's where I found like all my people. It's where I found improv. Yeah.
1: Throughout this history. Um okay. So, you had a big gap. Mhm. It helped you socially, but so you got back into it. You would avoided it because you thought it'd be too expensive. Mm-hmm. But what made you finally be like, "I am doing this."
2: Well, I like, I know that I want to do some form of exercise. Uh, the excuse I've been making for myself up until now is that like, well, I walk a lot more since I moved here, but there's such a good excuse. I know and it's true. It's not true, True, but But it's also not the same. It's not because I remember being more active, um, when I was younger and, or just not living here. Uh, and there's such a difference between just, like, walking places and, like, getting that endorphin rush yeah. from, like, real activity, social activity. Um, uh, I feel like, like, that has been missing. So I've been looking for ways to do that without going to a gym. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I've I've gone to gyms a couple times. I don't think I'm very good at them. I also need a game. I need a goal. Mm-hmm. Um I get bored easily. I don't if know how to use any of the machines. Running or... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, repetition is... Mm-hmm. Like, it, it, I just know myself. Like, if I'm going to actually do something, I have to be motivated to mm-hmm. do it. I can't, like, loathe doing it. Yeah. So, um, it was like... And then it's so... It's close proximity. Yeah. It's, like, in my face every day. Uh, so, I'm like, let's do it. Let's get strong.
0: You gotta... That's like... Uh, whenever people uh say like oh i do i i move around a lot already or my <laughs> whatever is whatever it's like right.
2: all these stairs cool
0: uh well exercise is actually pushing yourself beyond what you exactly. normally do <laughs> so you're not really exercise i mean you know you know whatever you're getting some exercise but you're not like doing anything to like get beyond right. what you go- no. can you're you, the capabilities you already have
2: yeah and you yeah. that I, you uh, kind of nailed it and i missed that oof. feeling the Pushing yourself beyond something. Thank you for telling me I nailed it. You did, because you did. Yeah. 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 Like,
1: I will often walk when the weather's nice. Like, I'll walk from work down to, like, 34th or something. Like, 50 blocks just to, like, like walk to practice or something. Mm -hmm. Improv practice. But I would never say that that's exercise. It's just, I'm taking a long walk. Right. Even if I'm, like, a little... It is At good the for
0: your, it is good for your heart though. So it's good for my heart. I mean I'm not relative. saying I'm not
1: doing it, but <laughs> yeah. It's all relative, you know, for
2: somebody that does is completely sedentary, a half hour walk a day would be, you know, exercise to them, but that's that would be for them, that's pushing themselves. Yeah. So it's like you everybody has to find a way to push themselves. Yeah. push it. Yeah.
0: Like that song by Static X, push it. Push um,
1: it. Oh, I was thinking the song by Salt and Pepper, Push it. Yeah. Push it. I push I it real I was, good. I don't know why I'm ever thinking. I was about thinking Static Bop X. It.
0: Pop it, twist it. it, turn it. Uh, I used to rock climb. Awesome. Uh, I only did the indoor gyms. I never did an out. I probably eventually. I can't remember why I stopped doing it. I think it was around when I like it either like hurt my back or I'd done something stupid and hurt myself in some way. I was it your wrist? Occasionally hurt myself. I don't think it was my wrist. That would have been later, although. What did I get into right before I, I was getting right back into playing guitar again? And then I broke my wrist. <laughs> wow, that was a good one. Um, I also rock climbed in college and I actually own a harness. Nice. Um, did
2: you learn how to belay?
0: Yeah, I did like the first thing was like doing a class. I did the first thing I did was like a class on all that, tying the knots. Yep um, being someone's partner, all the code. Uh, this is mm, 12 years ago. So I am (laughs) forgetting it, forgetting all of what I did, but I still, my harness is in the uh, the room next to us. Um, (laughs) moved it from apartment to apartment, have not used it. Um,
2: well, I guess I'm going to have to go put it on. Yeah. Go right now.
0: (laughs) Uh, I have a little chalk bag, which I don't know if that stuff like goes bad or not. (laughs) We'll see. Uh, yeah, I used to go rock climbing and I, my big thing is that I still, to this day, uh, but I am better at it than I used to be, I'm afraid of heights. Like, I hmm. am irrationally afraid of heights. I know it's irrational, but I still think it. And so, me, rock climbing was, like, trying to conquer that fear. And I was, on several occasions, able to get to the top of <laughs> rock walls.
2: Do you think it helped at all in the long run with the fear of heights? Or I think so. It was just fun to...
0: Stare, stare, death See in the face as it I goes. saw. That. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, it was good. It was fun. I like doing it. I had like a membership, or I bought like a ten visit. I used, to, I would buy like ten visit passes. So mm-hmm. like, I never had like, I mean, some people had like, you know, like monthly memberships that they would go rock climbing like five times a week or whatever. I was never that crazy about it, but I had friends who would go, and we would all go, and um, friends that are still my friends, but we don't rock climb anymore. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know if they rock climb anymore actually. I haven't I haven't heard.
1: Yeah, yes. They, they haven't no. talked about it in a while.
0: Uh no, and I also don't talk to them very much, but oh, Okay. Um
2: and it's it's yeah. kind of becoming more accessible, I think, and and um uh more popular. Uh I even saw a contraption in a YMCA. It was basically a rock wall upright treadmill basically
0: i have which i really want to try really they're hard because you have to like keep the pace and so yeah um yeah because that's on my bucket list for me i guess it's like i (laughs) i spend a lot of time like pondering the right (laughs) hold to grab like i was never i was never that good at it so like i always had to take like I don't want to say the easy routes, but you know, like I was never doing the most challenging ones. And I would always like be like, "Mm, can I reach that one? And we were talking about like jello arms. I was like, that's how I'd end every day. I was like, "Oh yeah," and I can't do this anymore. (laughs) (laughs) That's Uh, the
2: other great thing about it too, is that like every height, every body type, like I'm short, but I could climb alongside very tall people. And it, especially in like a varied environment like outdoors like you're going to find whatever handholds and footholds work for you and like height doesn't necessarily matter. I'm sure there are people out there that will argue differently. Um but it, I feel like no matter what it's uh, you can find your way up it. Yeah. You know.
0: I mean Spider-Man's just a little dude and he climbs up buildings.
1: He has webs. He's got he's got superpowers. Yeah. And sticky fingers.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. But that other than that.
1: He'd be a great walk- rock climber, though.
0: Um, Yeah, I mean, do you think if you took his superpowers away, he would be good at it from his time having the superpowers? Or no. do you think he rely- would have relied on them too much? I think
1: he would have relied on them too much. It would have made it too easy for him. I mean, I would argue you'd have
2: to tell me if one of his superpowers... The, the super strength would mm-hmm. go away cuz like if he can grip like he grips yeah. a lot but if if the strength is gone then
0: Well, let me tell you. So, I'll tell you this. There's like a um um there is a time in the comic books where he like starts losing his powers and they like sort of sp- sporadically so like um he has this kind of disease, I suppose is the right way of wording it. Um and he is sort of like um he's he doesn't lose them all at once is basically what i'm saying he loses them like and they come back they like it's there sometimes it's not there sometimes it's almost like imagining having like um a reflex you're used to having and just like sometimes it's working and sometimes it's not like Mm -hmm. almost like um i guess like an athlete like as they're getting older where they they aren't as you know like a home run hitter say as he gets older, he might or he or she may not be as good of a home run hitter, but like sometimes they will still hit an occasional home run. Right. Um this is what was happening with Super uh, Spider-Man is he was losing some of his powers off and on. So he would be like fighting crime and using his powers and um all of a sudden they would like stop working and then he would have to like think, "Oh no, I have to like run away or whatever." Yeah. So, that being said, imagine That version of spider-man is rock climbing and all of a sudden his like power all of his powers have like gone away Mm -hmm. at least temporarily i how screwed is he
2: (laughs) i still think he'd be okay Mm -hmm. because he still trains he's still got muscle um like if we're assuming he just goes back to a regular person and he's not being like drained beyond that Mm -hmm. i think he'd be better than the average person yeah i think it's
0: here's where i'm thinking his confidence at heights yeah he wouldn't be that's true
1: that's true definitely i guess i i like your your idea that it does depend on like how much like muscle he would lose like is it is his strength tied to his superpowers or has he become stronger by using his superpowers right
0: i will say that he has without being any larger like he doesn't he's not muscular looking like, he's played by a, a kid, literal kid, in, like, the... Uh, yeah, super strength but is he definitely has, a
1: power.
2: He
0: has super strength without having, like, muscles. Or, I mean, he's, like, fit-looking. But, you know, he's not, like... He's stronger than his muscles look because he has the strength of, like, a spider or whatever. However that logic works. Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> and it's, like, yes, is the exercise he does on his super strength... Does that... Yeah, does that help his, his regular old... Normal muscles. Muscle yeah. yeah. I...
1: I'm conundrumed by it. Hmm. Um,
0: this isn't about Spider-Man. Let's go, yeah,
1: let's go back to people <laughs> rock climbing. Sure. Although, uh, uh, Spider-Man is a person. He is a person. Yeah, let's not... Let's go back to real people. Um. So,
2: Tom Holland. another aspect of, of rock climbing, even recently in August, this documentary came out about probably the most famous free climber ever. His name is Alex Honnold. And... I haven't seen the documentary, but just the idea of somebody solo climbing in incredibly dangerous conditions um, and uh, arguing whether or not this person is sane, I think, is a legitimate question. Yeah, I think most people will argue he is sane. Right. And, and I don't would, know. Am I, mm, I mean... and he's good at it that's the thing obviously he hasn't died um i think he he just set some kind of record right
0: knock on wood for him um Um,
2: he's achieved there's no question he's achieving something incredible that he's like in the top 10 like humans you know um, but
0: i mean sometimes you have to solo stuff that like if you're like the best at something then there is no one that you can like you know, do, do a thing with, yeah. with, you know, you have to just like prove that you're like yeah. the best or whatever. But then there's like the uh grizzly man dude who like, he died because he was just like, well, actually he was with his wife or his girlfriend or whatever, but yeah. so he wasn't technically alone, but he would spend like huge amounts of time just in the woods with bears. And um that guy was crazy. So who's
1: to say? <laughs> um, you know, I don't know if I would say he's insane or not sane, Um mm-hmm. but I...
0: Sane or not sane, <laughs> like the like well, cup of tea. Um, I,
1: cup of tea. I, I guess I would say he's doing something I could never do, and while I think, dude, get a friend. I'm sure he has friends, <laughs> um, but he's married too. Oh my like, god, I can't imagine. I'd be so nervous all the time. Position his wife is in, right? Um, but I guess like. There's, like, an adrenaline to it, right? Like, he needs to push himself beyond where he's at. Like... Right. We... Normal people have to push ourselves beyond where we're at. His his beyond is just... Way further. Way further. Yeah.
2: In order... Yeah. For him to get a rush. Yeah. Much like, I guess, with, like, any extreme sport person. Skydivers and base jumpers. You know, you skydive enough and it, it becomes old hat. Yeah. But, um, yeah, this guy... Definitely a different, different breed. He's he's, you know, pushing himself by um, abandoning all safety measures.
1: So does he just climb rocks by himself? That's
2: it. In very tall cliffs, that that any fall would mean immediate fatality. Oh Is my he God, using, That's terrifying. I know. Is he
0: using any like he safety uses, ropes and stuff? Nope. Or no.
2: Nothing. It's free climbing. He's got chalk, um, and short shorts. Mm-hmm. and his own psyche and like
1: that does he wear a m- shirt or just short shorts it doesn't matter i just need to know
2: um short shorts i think sometimes no shirt sometimes depends on how hot it is TikTok. i hope you put
1: sunscreen on beforehand
2: yeah
0: no no safety measures
1: <laughs> no, none not, <laughs> not even, even
2: for your skin <laughs> his hands
0: look great though because they're covered in chalk all the time yeah.
2: <laughs> but it's like it's all mental at a certain yes it's physical but if you take any 10 different people in the same physical condition and make them do that like it's a mental yeah right. he's the one doing it because he's just totally zoned out like only thinking about the next mm-hmm. handhold yeah. or like the next foothold
0: i think correct me if you guys think i'm i'm wrong or there's another sport that this is true about but i think of all the sports and we're going to call rock climbing a sport mm-hmm. activity whatever we want to call it Um, do you think that rock climbing has the highest percentage of people who spend five minutes doing it and go fuck this out of any sport there is?
1: (laughs) I mean, I think the percentage is probably high. Like it's a very full pie pie graph because there is an element mm -hmm. of just the mental stuff. Like,
0: yeah, that's why like, it's like you kind of like can start and just be like, no, this isn't for me. Immediate, yeah. like almost immediately just like, be like,
2: I've reached my limit.
0: <laughs> yeah. Like I think, I honestly think I might've been that way the first time I would have done it if I hadn't already like paid for the lesson and knew I was there with people. Like I'm never the kind of person who's like, I hate this. And I'll just like sit in the corner by myself for like three hours or whatever. Um, Do you- for example, I, uh, my recent daredevil experience was that I did a zip line. <laughs> Ooh. down a mountain <laughs> and we had to take like a ski lift to the top and then use zipline down and i was terrified of doing this uh but i still did it because i was like i don't want to be the weenie who's just like hanging out in the in the lodge drinking hot chocolate or whatever
2: and at least with the zipline you're kind of like passive to it
0: i was very passive to it i honestly didn't need to be afraid at all it was silly uh but i was very scared and and you know, but I'm never. I'm not one to go fuck this.
1: Zip lines go so fast. <coughs> I've only been yeah. on one once, but I just. I oh, yeah, it's like freeing, but it's still fast.
0: Yeah. Anyways, do you guys think there's? What do you think is another um, fuck this thing? I think ziplining's up there. Now that I've said it, rock climbing. Sure. Um, I think
2: anything with a social aspect, because I think part of the reason that might be the case with rock climbing is like the the humiliation part of it. Like if mm-hmm. you don't immediately. Um, feel like you're good at it. Everybody's watching, and somebody is like actively, you know, holding you while you progress. So if if you don't feel like you you can do it, you're just like done. And then everybody's seen, and then you're like, ah, you know,
0: yeah. it's kind of the opposite of bowling in that way, where no one's embarrassed about how bad they are at bowling.
1: Bowling is funner when you're bad at it. I'll say it. So true. Well, um, I'm
0: pretty good at bowling, and I still have a fun time. <laughs>
1: it's, just, it's just a fun game. Um my? i own
0: bowling shoes too i own a lot of equipment that a lot of people tend to rent i, I own <laughs>
1: um i guess i my one of my first thoughts on to, Matt, to answer your question is like mountain biking which i feel like you lead up to with regular biking but i still mountain biking seems like oh this is crazy i gotta go
0: i think yeah i think you know what you're getting i don't think you would blindly think i'll be good at mountain yeah biking but you might think i'll be good at rock climbing you might think yeah Mm -hmm. especially if you know i here's the trick i guess with rock climbing right is that there's gyms for it so you're just like well if there's just a gym i can just go do it like i've gone down a treadmill before i've went and done yoga before these are all gyms right oh i must be able to do rock climbing and then you go and you're like oh i'm incapable of doing this
2: (laughs) those mountain biking videos look so fun though but it's like yeah i would only think yeah i could do that if i was already like uh, into bike avid biker yeah
1: yeah um can we go back to your experience rec climbing for a second sure so you get back into it mm-hmm. have you found like is like do you go with friends or did you meet people at the gym i uh, know just go just go to the gym mm-hmm. do they give you a partner or does a worker yeah
2: um so they have like different options you can do personal sessions or like small group Um, I think small group is great. I think if you have no idea what you're doing and you're, you are nervous about that aspect of doing it in front of people who've already done it, Mm -hmm. um, then definitely go for the, the one-on-one to get the basics. But, um, again, it's like the community is always so open and it's it's like you could walk into a group for the first time and it's like, you've already been there so many times. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then, it, if you—it depends on the place. If you already know how to like belay, which means how to be the person on the bottom holding the person on the wall with the rope, um, then you can do that in the groups. You, you'll just have to like show them you're certified or show yeah. them you know how, um, or like we have one of the employees will do it yeah. for you. Mm-hmm. And that's another big part of it. It's like so much trust. Yeah, it's like it's such a combined uh,
1: activity. I just pictured myself as the belay person and that seems so scary. Yeah.
0: Um, well, if you're doing it like a gym? Uh at least like you're you're on these ropes that like you even if you were to like fall and the person were to like screw up, you wouldn't fall very hard. Okay. Like it's on a it has a governor on the thing. So like you don't want to drop somebody, but like
1: you don't want to be the person that drops someone. You don't right? want to be the person
0: that drops somebody, but it's that's not as like prevalent as a pro- like that's, if it happened not, yeah. yeah you'll it, be okay it wouldn't be the worst thing because the, the, they're not just gonna like fall at full speed if you like mess it up if that makes you feel any better I think, about
2: it yeah i mean one of the ways i most commonly hurt myself would actually be when i am trying to reposition myself on the wall and i would like kick off mm-hmm. and come back or like and, and it twists around more so than i yeah with it and then i'm like hit it sideways and like we're yeah. doing these awkwardly like, uh, flailing in the mm-hmm. air.
0: Yeah. You're doing these like Tom Cruise stunts off the wall, <laughs> like just running and then jumping and then <laughs> yeah, like doing identical. the leap. Yeah, identical. Yeah.
1: You have always reminded me of Tom Cruise. Yeah, thanks. I get that. I get that a lot. I think yeah. it's really into are. doing your own stunts. You mm-hmm. do have
0: your feet on my couch.
1: That's the yeah. like Tom Cruise he thing, jumped, right? Yeah. yeah. He yeah. jumped on the couch after to sit, declare his love for Katie Holmes. Yeah. What a time. What a different time. So different. Yeah. When that was
2: top. Of the pop culture. That news. was back
0: when I used to rock climb. <laughs>
1: <laughs> what a truly different time. Full circle. Yeah. Um,
0: uh, yeah. You have a question? Um, Please ask uh, it.
1: Well, I was. <laughs> um, so I feel like it's time that we start wrapping up. Although I'm so sad. Oh, do you have any other enough. things you want to add? Um, any other things you wanted to make sure you mentioned? that's basically it um i think
2: that this is gonna be really good for me you guys and like you know the world who's listening and it's like i think it's gonna be a very positive change in my life and i'm like i'm very excited what's the
1: name of the gym
2: everyday athlete there's nothing in the name of the gym to indicate it is for rock climbing but (laughs) is it
1: only a rock climbing gym
2: they also do like they offer like training sessions but the training sessions are designed for to help you get better they at got, rock climbing. I feel
1: like they should rename it. I'll say it. Yeah. Maybe, maybe it just have like something about a rock. Maybe they're trying to say that like it's
2: a this should be everyday. Yeah. Might be pretentious, so yeah. Yeah, maybe. Yeah.
1: I don't know.
0: God, what is this uh, CrossFit <laughs> pretentious gym? Um okay. Feeling good? I'm feeling great, you guys. And now you're really motivated to keep rock climbing because you went on a podcast to talk about it. So you can't,
2: I am so held accountable now. This we're going to,
1: called... every time you say you haven't gone in a week, we'll just going to send you a link to this. Yeah. yeah that's it's called
2: a commitment that's device.
1: That's what friends are for. You guys got to push me. Um,
0: Emily, uh, you've got some,
1: we got some Carly's corner. We have two, they're very quick. And then I have, I have my own, I'm giving myself a correction. So I'm pulling up my email. Cancel.
0: Cancel that one. Um, okay. Yes to this one.
1: So we have two quick corrections. And you know what? One I'm going to say I disagree with. Um, I'm just going to set the scene right there. Um, sorry, I'm getting so many messages now. These are both from Katie Abate, my dear friend who's been on this podcast too. By the way, congratulations on her engagement. <gasps> congratulations. congratulations. Um, so her first one is hot take. In response to Emily's comment about Liam Hemsworth being more attractive than Chris Hemsworth in the Marvel episode, in the Marvel episode, no way, Chris, all the way. Yeah. That is all. Um, I just gotta say, I disagree so strongly. Um, Liam Hemsworth is the more attractive one, so I, I accept her correction, but I don't accept her correction at the same time. Um,
0: Interesting, controversial. Yeah.
1: The next correction is koala correction also from katie abate Mm -hmm. koalas aren't bears they're marsupials
0: calls are not bears
1: are not they aren't aren't she said aren't but i elongated the contraction to are not they are marsupials which i didn't know and i don't think i said out loud but i did know that they were not bears
0: i believe i said in that episode you also you did i said like i have no idea what are actually bears but we're gonna go with what we feel like are bears (laughs) Um, Uh, i do
1: remember that um
0: correcting yourself
1: and then correcting myself it's not so much a correction as an add-on to my last mini topic of manatees that i forgot to say that another th- one of my favorite parts about manatees is that they have prehensile lips so their lips can what? move <laughs> like apart and like grab things so they can grab like roots and like, like leaves um yeah i guess maybe or like the tip of an elephant trunk okay yeah, yeah. it can grab things their lips can they, grab things they're like elephants that.
0: right they're yeah. related to elephants yeah. Yeah. Is that the one? most
1: closely related land well animal beyond like other manatee species is an elephant um those I are my three manatees. things that i needed to say I cool love manatees too. Mm-hmm. Um, um
0: julie you like harry potter right so
2: a smidge uh
0: they play, is this your they, matt's- play they play yeah this is matt's rant whatever <laughs> what did you want to call it mad matt mad Matt's matt. mad. it's like mad max um and uh they play quidditch right Remember, they do you know, quidditch They do. Because you see the game of Quidditch played in Harry Potter, would you consider Harry Potter a sports movie?
2: Oh, no. I mean, the obvious answer is no, because a sports movie is... um, The plot is based around the sport, Friday Night Lights. I would agree with that. By definition of sports movie, no.
0: Okay, well, here, here, let me... Also, Before can you I- give your official answer, because I'm not counting that as your official answer yet. Fine. People consider Die Hard to be a Christmas movie. Is Die Hard about Christmas? No, it is not. It is based around Christmas, and there is there is some amount of Christmas in it. They go to a Christmas party, but it's a, it's an action movie, right? But people still call it a Christmas movie. Therefore, even though Harry Potter is a fantasy, I would call fantasy yeah. thing, it can also be a sports movie so
1: are you gonna g- reference the instagram post
0: yeah yeah, you will so <laughs> but once once julie
1: <laughs> I feel like i'm being tells by me these whether
0: or things. not this- is harry potter let's say let's say it's sorcerer's stone let's pick the first one because they do play quidditch in that one and i my th-
1: my next statement was going to be not all of them have quidditch yeah. right, right go
0: does harry potter and the sorcerer's stone count as a sports movie or not a sports movie <laughs>
2: I'm, I'm gonna stick to the no
0: okay well you and 67 percent of our can <laughs> i say
2: i'm one of those voters. 67? percent?
0: Oh, oh believe me i looked at who voted because i can <laughs> and
2: isn't that illegal
0: and uh this is not a secret ballot and i will say that i am very appreciative of justin labasso and alex simmons who voted yes along with me <laughs> To count um, Harry Potter films as sports movies. I'm going to yell at Alex about this. And boo to the... Oh, oh! did someone else vote? It is now 69% of people say Woo! no. 31% and, of ooh. people say yes.
2: Well, in that case, I'm going to call Inglorious Bastards a charades movie. Because there's a scene where they play charades.
0: <laughs> uh, okay. It is a charades movie. Great. It if I were to categorize, if I could tag <laughs> that movie with as many tags as I want... One of them will be charades movie, and if I can tag Harry Potter with as many things as I want, I'm going to tag it as a sports movie.
2: <laughs> I, I love that we agree. Okay, I'm on board.
0: <sighs> that's that's uh, mad, mad, mad Matt. That's mad. Matt's mad. Matt. Matt.
1: Matt, Matt is no longer mad.
0: <laughs> I got it out. That felt good, though. Anyways, to contribute to future polls, please uh, follow us on Instagram.
1: All right. um, Julie. Thank you for so much for being on the podcast. It's been so fun. Emily, Matt, thank you so much for having me. Oh, Julie, you had has one has been a thing, great time. Yeah, do you have things to
2: plug? You
0: had a thing to plug?
2: Hey, uh, if you guys want to follow me on Twitter, I'm at can underscore Julie. Can you K-N-N spell that? Underscore um, I'm on an indie team with Matt and some other wonderful people called Jammy. Look out for those shows. Look out for Legend of Bagger Vance coming to you soon. We're going to really, we're just going to come at you. Wow. Whoa. Yeah. Just wa- No, really like watch out.
1: Uh, we're okay. watching out.
2: Yeah. Look, Everybody look out. Uh, They're walking at you as we speak. <laughs> Be careful out there. Uh, and besides that, thank you so much. This has been awesome. Thank the you. The tea has been delicious. And so has the conversation. Yeah. Oh, wow. It's you know, beautiful. Uh,
0: TBD just followed you on Twitter. So <gasps> follow us back. Um.
2: Life is blowing up for me right now. <laughs>
0: Um, all right. Well, thank you, Julie. Thank you. Uh, You're I welcome. I have been Matt Armando. And
1: I continue to be and will continue to be Emily Riggins.
0: And this is and has been <laughs> TVD. <laughs>
1: With Matt and Emily. Okay. Thank you. Bye, everyone. Bye, 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 bye. Bye. We'll miss you.